Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Well, and we are going to talk about an interesting subject here in just a few seconds. We have had on uh, Julie Summers in the past. And we've talked about her books. We've talked about her journey, her struggle, everything that is uh, surrounding her. But today, we are going to discuss jail and prison with Julie Summers. And uh, she is going to join us here in just a few seconds. Um, I gotta find a phone number for Julie Summers. That would help. Um, I don't have Julie Summers' phone number. Holy smokes! <laughs> I have no phone number. This is this is fantastic. It's it's amazing. <laughs> Oh, I do the pitch, I do the setup. I'm like, well, we're going to do this and that. Julie Summers. Ah. <laughs> um, I have no phone number. So, I don't know what we're going to do. So, apparently, apparently we don't have Julie Summers. So what we will do, <laughs> we will go to our next guest, I guess. Um, we <laughs> we have a guest, uh, we have a pre-tape that we did earlier, um, a couple weeks ago, I guess you would say. And I guess we will go to that pre-tape. So here it is on our big program. Okay, we have now we have now made contact with Julie Summers. She is uh, joining us on the telephone, and uh, we we were talking a little bit about Julie Summers earlier. We've had her on in the past to talk about her book, Off My Knees from Skid Row to Sunset Boulevard, which recently won an Irwin uh, Literary Award from the uh, book publicist of Southern California for the best advanced PR campaign of the year. However, we wanted to talk today about... The differences between being in jail and in prison, most people seem to think it's the same thing, but it's not, and Julie is with us to explain some of the differences. Now, um, Julie, why did you go to jail and, and, and why to prison? Tell us a little bit about this. I sure will. Let me start out with, boy, I'm sure I'm happy I'm sitting in my happy home and that I'm not in jail or prison. Yes. I'm so happy to be where I am, James. So, um... I was a very heavy meth user, methamphetamine. Yes. And I had a very close association with uh, Hell's Angels. And I had uh, been in London and come back, uh, and at the airport, my name had been on a list of uh, uh, wanted people. 
So I mostly, okay, just to backtrack a little bit, James, when people go to jail, it's uh, considered a misdemeanor, and uh, jails are run by the county system, and counties don't have much money, and it's a, it's a very, um, it's a very, it's a very hard, it's a very harsh thing. Yes. Um, do you want me to keep on talking? Go ahead, go ahead and give us more details on this. Yes, keep talking, my friend. Okay. So what happens is, or what happened then, when I, when I, when I got arrested and, um, uh, there was no bail because I was coming in from another country. So I was taken to jail. And, uh, what, what they do in jail is they put you in a holding tank and then, uh, you wait in line for a long time and eventually get to a shower room where they, uh, all the women take off their clothes and they're literally told to bend over, grab your ankles, and split them, which means show that there's nothing yes. but crack. Yes. So uh, it's a very it's a very invasive uh, invasive process. It truly is. And so then a- after a person takes the after the woman steps into the shower and the de-licing powder is put on her head and then more uh, water and then hosed down again and then back in line for clothes. So that kind of gives you uh, the, the rough entry into jail. Um, a person's truly, you know, treated like a criminal. Now, we've got Julie Summers with us today. She joins us live here in our broadcast, and we're talking today about the differences between jail and prison. Now, um, how did you end up in prison, and, and, and tell us a little bit about this. Well, I, I stayed in, in county jail. It was Civil Brand. Um, Civil Brand in Los Angeles. It was, it was considered the hellhole of the world, excuse me for using that expression. But... Um, I was in jail because I'd written checks against my own account. Uh, the charge was 496A. I'd written checks to get money to buy my meth. And I'd done it in many different areas. So I would, uh, it was a long process getting up early in the morning, um, standing in line. Jail, jail means lines and time. And, uh, being shackled and riding the prison buses that people see around town and going to court. So, but let, let me backtrack one second and just bring up one fact about jail that is so different from prison, Jane. Jail is a prison cell, and I think it's five by eight, and there are four people in it and one toilet. And it's, if you can imagine living with three other people that you don't know and a toilet where there's no privacy, standing in line for food and the lights being turned out, that's jail. It's hard time. Mm. It is Julie Summers with yeah, us today. Nobody wants to go to jail. No, no. Uh-huh. Now um, we've got uh, Julie Summers with us today. She joins us live here in a broadcast and uh, coast to coast, border to border. Tune in iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course the brand new Chicky Chigwire app available in the App Store. And uh, now, what is the difference between jail and state? And federal prison. Take us through that. Okay. Then, then after I got sentenced, I would, you, a person can only be sentenced to jail for a year, uh, and it's considered a misdemeanor. Well, my crime was a felony, so I got um, uh, sentenced to CRC, which is in Norco. It's California Rehabilitation Center. And by the way, that's where John Henley wrote the song. Um, um, John Henley of the Eagles, Hotel California. Yes, yes. Do you remember that song? Yes, indeed, yes. 
Yeah, that's where he wrote that song. So, so this this, this state prison had had originally been built as um, a hotel for the rich and famous from Hollywood, and then in 1960, uh, sorry, in 1957, it was deeded to the state for for um, people from uh, the people who served in Pearl Harbor. So it was a, it was a nice setting. I mean, it was it was originally a beautiful hotel with a lot of trees, and then the rooms were very clean and aesthetic, and in prison, a person can have their own clothes, and that makes a big difference, James. Um, you can have your own clothes. You have a freedom to walk around. You have a job. I had a job in the yard. I was paid, uh, I think, 38 cents an hour, um, and the routine is uh, the routine is a lot different. The daily routine is. It is Julie Summer. She's with us today here in our big broadcast. She has been with us in the past to talk about her her incredible, incredible book. But uh, we wanted to have her on today to uh, talk about uh, prison and jail because there's a lot of folks that believe that they're basically the same thing or or can be interpreted as the same thing. But uh, Julie has experienced both and. She's with us today here on our big broadcast. Now, describe the, the surroundings and the daily routine for both. Okay. In, in both of them, the main thing is uh, to keep your eyes open and your mouth shut and don't talk um, to anybody about anything. But in jail, that's, that's, that's a little bit easier than it is in prison. In jail, jail I go back to just, just really, really, really rough times. But in prison, because the, the, everything was more open and because there were dorms, there weren't cell blocks, there were maybe 38 people to a dorm and we each had our own locker and we could, if breakfast was at a certain time, we could walk with other inmates to breakfast and back and then check in for our job at a certain time. The supervision was a, a lot less, let me put it that way, um, in prison than it was in jail. It was still a hard time. Yes. You know, yes. nobody, nobody wants, the, the reason why it's hard time is because a prisoner has to live by the rules that are given to them. The only thing a prisoner has is their own thoughts. Everything else is taken away, James. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Julie Summers joins us here in our broadcast. She is absolutely amazing. She is fantastic, and I'm glad we were able to get her on today. We're talking about the differences between jail and prison, and uh, a lot of folks uh, have have thought over the years that uh, that 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 they're both or that they're uh, that they have similarities. But uh, Julie has experienced both, and she's with us today here on iHeartRadio to talk about this. Now, what is the level of physical activity at both of them? In jail, there's very very little physical activity because a person's always waiting in line uh, to for meals or waiting in line to take a shower. There's, there's also There are also no windows in jail. There were no windows. There were, there, in, there were some in the hallways, maybe eight feet up, but there were no windows in the jail cells. Um, now I forget your question, James. I got lost back there. <laughs> we've, got, uh, we've got Julie Summers with us today. Uh, she joins us live here on iHeartRadio, AMFM, 247.com. Tune in, iTunes, Radio Loyalty. Uh, I was asking, what is the level of physical activity at both of them? 
okay, then we can go to prison where there's a lot less supervision and, um, as I mentioned, a person has the freedom to get up, go to a meal, go to their, go to their work. There's, they're restricted by their own volition. Um, there was also a lot of sex in, in prison. Um, you learn to just uh, turn your head the other way and not look and not say anything. Uh, there were fights. When there were fights, uh, people would would uh, gather around and yell, fight, fight. And I just backed away. I mean, I, I'd gone in with the with the a little bit of protection because of the name of the Hells Angels Association that I had. But um, it's just mostly living uh, living the life that that the state says you will live, and and hopefully uh, teach the prisoner a lesson so that they don't come back. Let me put it that way. We've got uh, Julie Summers with us today. She joins us live here in our broadcast. And um, describe the attempts at rehabilitation and why the uh, recidivism uh, level is so high. I guess, and let, let me put it this way too. I have, uh, I have. Uh, if I were in trouble, I would call the police. I believe in the police, and I even have two people I know who who are police uh, you know, on the police force. But um, the system is set up in such a way that once a crime has been committed and then the inmate is released on the street, James, it's very easy for that person who is on parole to commit an infraction and be picked up and put into the system again. And I will go so far as to say, yes, it, 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 it counts. You know, if, if the police are keeping score, it counts. It's an arrest. It's a conviction. And it's an easy one. It's, I will say that. It's, it's kind of rigged. We've got a uh, great guest with us today, Julie Summers. She joins us live here in our program here on iHeartRadio and AMFM, 247.com, 50-plus AMFM stations, KFRK in Denver, and, of course, K-Rocks Radio, Casper, Wyoming. Now, why did you make it through the process and go on to succeed? You know, I've thought a lot about that, and I think, well, I know the reason that I did. I'm a product of white privilege. I, I admit that. I know it. Um, it was still very, very hard for me. Um, I did parole to a nice place, and I did. The other thing is I like to work. I've always worked, James. I've always had a job. And um, I went out and, and got a job right away, and even though I was still feeling, it took me years to get off the meth, even though my body ached and I didn't have the job that, you know, maybe I wanted or, you know, I mean, it was a very menial job. I still worked. And I think that, that those two things gave me the advantage to three things, James. I've always kept going. I'm keeping going now until I get this book published. Do you know that? Excuse me. But, um, yeah, I'm, I always keep going. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Julie Summers joins us here on iHeartRadio. Now, um, how how do all this uh, help you and eventually others? Eventually, when when my book is published, my goal, James, is to go back into the prisons and and talk either either prison James or the ki- the, the children who are in the parole in the uh, foster care system. Sorry, and just give those people hope and say, hey, you can do it. Um, admittedly, I have a lot of advantages, but I would still where they are. 
And I don't know how many people who've been there who want to go back and say, and talk to these young people and say, hey, you can do better. You know, just you can do better. If I did it, you can do it. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live. Now, were there um, drugs or, or, or anything in, in jail and prison? I, you mentioned the sex part of it, but were, were there drugs in, in jail or prison or both? Uh, there, I don't know about jail. I, I didn't see too much in jail. I was, I, was, uh, I was heavily on meth, and I just didn't see too much. In prison, um, this is, I mean, I did not have a bad time in prison. I didn't have much of a life before I went in. But I got along with people, and I would stand at the ironing board and iron at the doorway and talk to the guard while people shot up. So I don't know how they got it in, but I was the cover. And admittedly, I, I could have done more time for that. It was, it was kind of loose, frankly. But yeah, there were drugs. We've got uh, Julie Summers with us today. She joins us live. Now, uh, you mentioned that, uh, that, that fights took place. Um, were, were you ever involved in anything like this, or, or was it mainly just, you know, only seeing it happen? Only, only one. Only one. And, you know, James, I was taught from, I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not an advocate of violence, but if someone hits me, I'm going to hit them back with something bigger. And that's just the way I was raised. So it's very streety. I don't mean to be so streety, but yes, I was, to answer your question. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Julie Summers joins us here in the broadcast. Now, tell us about uh, the great work um this uh this this civil brand uh did to help inmates especially in california um who was she did you ever meet her tell us about it i did i did civil brand was a wonderful lady she she uh established civil brand institute i think it was 1963 for a thousand girls and her intention was to make it a home for girls who had troubles and it soon turned into a very harsh prison, very harsh. But she came by at Christmas, and she walked into every jail cell, and she gave every girl a bag of mascara and Hershey's Kisses. And um, it was it was very touching. She was a very nice lady. Ironically, years later, when I was on the Sunset Strip, I saw her step out of a black limousine, and I'll never forget that moment. I didn't, you know, say hello, or I wasn't close to her, but... Um, she was revered in the community for trying to do well. Unfortunately, Civil Brand got overcrowded and uh, shut down. You know, it didn't. It didn't. Wasn't her objective to make it into the jail that it turned into? We've got Julie Summers with us today. She joins us live now. You really turned your life around from being raped at 15, pregnant a few years later, leading a life of prostitution. Then you became successful in real estate, got involved with the community, winning all sorts of awards. What is your main goal right now? My main goal is to get this book published. If anyone's, you know, I, I, I'm I'm looking for an agent, you know, who you know to publish the book. And um, I have enough money, James. I've been very fortunate to learn what I have in real estate. My main goal is just to to go to the people that I mentioned and inspire them. That's my goal. Julie Summers with us today. She joins also, us. Also yes, go ahead. James, too. You know, a, a lot of people. A lot of people. Sometimes they just need to read a story about someone who who 
who did something and they so that in their life they can say, well, gee, I can do this too, or I can do I can do something that I'm trying to do. It's inspiration. Yes, indeed. It is Julie Summer. She's with us today here on our broadcast. And uh, Julie, thanks for being with us. I appreciate you making time, and uh, thanks for coming on the broadcast. You bet, James. Thank you. Yes, we'll have yourself a wonderful holiday. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Julie. That is Julie Summer. She joins us today here in our program. And uh, we will take a time out and come back with more on the other side. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.